Welcome back, everybody. It has been a crazy week and so much has happened, but you know, we're here to balance out your week with whiskey soured. We have a fresh face to the show. You've seen him on Zooming with the homie, Sway Universe's new, because he has a network, right? A podcast. Not necessarily a network of podcasts, but he's, you know, Sway's known for reporting on the culture and he, right, wants, to, right. he wants to report more on blurred culture. So he brought me along. And y'all going to find out what a blurred is. Yeah. Uh, that voice that you're hearing, if you are listening and if you're watching, welcome to the show. Young Deuces, what it do, baby? Ooh. Hey, Milwaukee representing. <laughs> Milwaukee that is in Wisconsin and not in, in Minnesota. Not Minnesota. <laughs> because earlier today, Farron and I were confident when we said that Milwaukee was in Minnesota. Look how it flows off the tongue, Milwaukee, Minnesota. That sounds good as opposed to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I mean, I lived there all my life, so Milwaukee, Wisconsin sounds natural to me. <laughs> well, but I guess that's the, I that's, guess. that's one of the things that I that I'm really trying to do because, like, you know, when you think about like I come from hip hop, and you know, you think about like hip hop people, you know, you hear Detroit, what, you know, Brooklyn, yeah. like people. There's nobody really representing Milwaukee, and there's no, a whole lot not. of talent from here. So I was like, you know what? I, that's why one of this you, you you're actually going to get an exclusive if you see me on anything and when i do my intro i always throw up the fours because our area code is 414 so the way i put it oh. is four mike is the one in the four or i oh. say 414 and i'm the one in the middle you know what i'm saying so like well, i'm just repping my city everywhere i go huh i, I thought it was tipping on four foes or something <laughs> no i'm trying i'm trying something new it, this is my way to like my salute to my city. My city, you know what I'm saying? They know it. When they see me throw them foes up, they know I'm representing Milwaukee everywhere I go. Okay. I guess it's like the L's that we throw up. So we're going to let you have it. I don't think it's going to stick. <laughs> New friend. We gonna, you, you, you're going to try it out because I'm not. I've been doing it here and people have been noticing it. This is like, you know what I'm saying? But it's my thing. I think it's me. It's my thing when I come on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I felt really slow today, by the way, when I did. I was like, hold on, wait a second. And I, all I could think of is when I think of Wisconsin, and, and, and what took me back there was isn't, doesn't, oh my God, I'm nervous. Okay. Green Bay. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, okay, so your sound just cut out super quick. Uh oh, can you hear me? Okay, nine, nine, there you are. Okay. I gotta make sure I stay close. There okay, you go. Okay, so you said the Milwaukee Bucks, Milwaukee the, Bucks, the Milwaukee That's Brewers. Yep, the Brewers is the baseball team. Don't know who played there. All right, then we got the Green Bay Packers. Definitely don't know who plays on that team, but I know they got a cheese head. Yep, and then our college teams is the Wisconsin Badgers and the Marquette. Yeah, oh, Marquette is there. Yeah. I thought Marquette was on the East Coast or maybe down South. I mean, there may be other Marquettes, but the one that Dwayne Wade went to from, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, it was, that was, that was us. That was us. Oh, shoot. I thought that. <sighs> okay. And I talk a lot of crap about people out here not knowing geography or where things are because they think that St. Louis is in New Orleans, like Louisiana. Yeah. 
So I'm like, they're like, oh yeah, you're from Louisiana. And I'm like, huh? It's like St. Louis. I'm like, nah, that's that's Midwest. That's Midwest. Midwest. I said, I said, y'all exist because of <laughs> St. Louis. Lewis and Clark left from St. Louis, and that's why we called the gateway to the West. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, yeah. Man, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then it's weird because people refer to St. Louis as back east out here yeah. a lot. And I'm like, I get that you're going east to get there, but it's not the east. So mm. that's really... Nelly had a whole song called It's a Midwest Thing. <laughs> like, that was the whole thing. Just that he was saying like... back Midwest. <laughs> what you say? I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, just say Midwest. Back yeah. Midwest. Just say Midwest. Midwest. Just, you know what? Just fine. Just say St. Louis. You don't have oh, yeah. to. Because I know where the direction is. Y'all don't. So it's fine. Yeah. And it happens It happens a lot out here. And I was like, yeah, I see why y'all educational system so messed up. <laughs> Overcrowded. Understaffed. Y'all got weird cycles that happening. And y'all. Wow. Like, it, it's just strange. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I still I still get like anytime I tell somebody I'm from Milwaukee, which is still wild to me. People always I always either get wait, there's black people in Wisconsin, and I'm just like, bro, we got a whole basketball team full of niggas. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, like what you expect? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because the only time I've been to Wisconsin, of course, is to go to Wisconsin Dells, and this is yeah. when I was like in college, like my college boyfriend. I went with his family uh, yeah. on this trip. So it was just definitely uh, not my scene. Yeah, Wisconsin Dells is not the scene. That's the it same. Is Wisconsin not... Dells is by the is by the sticks, and then they just they put the water park in there. But yeah. Milwaukee is Milwaukee is this it's just a smaller Chicago. Okay. You know? And so it's like it's literally the exact same. Can you hear that? No, I can't. I was like, well, you good? Sometimes <laughs> people can hear it, and I'm like, yo, like. My dog is snoring like she's had a tough day. <laughs> and as you know from earlier, like I've been just going through the ringer with her. And yeah. today I love her. Pets are disrespectful um, sometimes, but then they love you. <laughs> it is, it's like my dog has, she's a Virgo. So you know what kind of personality comes with that. Now I'm, I'm, com I'm coming to learn that you, you put a lot of stakes in horoscopes and yeah. stuff like that, right? Yeah. All right, and so. I want you. I want to know what do you think I am? Oh, see here you go. See here your ass go. Fairness, fairness is your fault. This is fairness fault. <laughs> this is fairness fault. Okay, y'all. So for, for for reference, point of reference. Saturday we were at a beach party and there was this guy. He was giving me a lot of air. He looked like Trey Songz perfected. Like he was like six something, like model s guy. And I was like, man, you look, I've seen you somewhere. And then I was like, oh, like, I shouldn't say that. But then somebody <laughs> else said it. I said, okay, so yes, but perfected. Like, so you look okay. better than him. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I don't be out here abusing people. And I was like, and great. And I'm glad that you don't. Um, yeah, because he been he been getting a bad rap. I mean, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't even say is he getting a bad rap or is he just right. a bad person doing fuck shit? I was just about to say that. Like, is it really a bad rap or is it you know what I'm saying a result of bro doing the stuff that he shouldn't be doing? Yo, it's it's wild. Like yeah. when you when you eventually move, whether you move here or to like New York or something, and because you are immersed in entertainment, 
you will overhear things. People will confide in you about certain things. And it's a, it is a strange place wow, to yeah. be in. You will be in certain rooms that you probably never thought or in hanging with people that you never even imagined just because you're cool. Like, and, and yeah. people will know and trust you. So it, it is interesting. It's an interesting space to navigate. Yeah, I try. Listen, I try to stay out the way. That's why. <laughs> that's why. That's kind of why one of the reasons why I chose to do a geek podcast because I was like, you know what? There's too many podcasts of men telling women what they need to do in relationships and women telling yeah. men what to do in their. I said, you know what? I'ma just talk about geek shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. So with that said. I don't know. I got to talk to you more because okay. I feel like this is the first time we've had like a conversation. But yeah. like by that time when I talked to the guy, I was like, man, there's something giving me air. And I was picking up on a lot of air, but then it was something that he said that made me like second guess myself. And I was okay. like, oh, you're giving me calculated. You're giving me Capricorn a little bit. Capricorns, when you, if, if, if anybody in here like that's listening and watching, one thing is something that's weird or felt like it was like thought through and that person is a Capricorn, it's on brand. Okay. Like a lot, all the Capricorns I know, ooh, especially my little sister, super calculated. Okay. All right. Super calculated. And also they're not necessarily the most honest people I've come to realize either. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm not a Capricorn. Nope. I know. I know. This is no. I'm, I, I, I'm talking to you. Maybe by the end of the show, I'll pick up on something. Or yeah. Maybe I'll get something <laughs> out. Okay. So I want to talk about, you were talking about, I wanted to do a show about, you know, geek shit. So like, what is blurred culture to the people that don't know? And, or what is like geek culture? Is it, because it's more than anime. Like a yeah. lot of people just refer to it like as anime type things. Tell the world what, that what geek culture and everything is well so geek culture is right now it's just like a love of anything that has like a fandom to it right okay. but one of the things that me and my podcast is doing and my collective is trying to do is change what geeked means because from what from having conversations and interviewing people what we realize is that everybody has something that they geek out about yeah and so, and so our slogan for our clothing you know our brand that goes with our our podcast and everything is geeked love what you do do what you love right because mm -hmm. you know we just talked about sports right and i can tell you kobe bryant is my favorite player of all time but okay. there's somebody in the comments somebody watching that's going to say statistically why kobe bryant is not the best player right but okay. I don't know those stats like that. I just like what I saw. But because you know those stats and those intricates, that's a nerd. That's the same yeah. thing as a person when you like, yeah. oh yeah, you know, Batman's fighting somebody and some. They're like, well, actually, like you know, it's the, it's the same. But where blurred culture comes into, which is a black nerd, it is just kind of like a call sign. It's like a subculture within the culture. Like we yeah. love anime, video games, comic books, movies, just everything art about nerd culture. But, you know, the one thing about us is we're always looking for representation. So yeah. words started as of right now, because we're we're actually doing a documentary trying to find out the um, the origins of blur because nobody really knows where it came from right now. Oh, the wow. Fur the furthest back is um, Donald Faison uh, in Scrubs. He was one of the first instances of saying it. But, you know, said, but we're doing a documentary called the Black Geek documentary. But the blurred culture is that it is that it's showing the world that we're not all urkel because the the media right. leaves us to be a black nerd that we're urkel 
You know, if you watch yeah, any show, yeah. the black nerd is always the butt of the jokes. He doesn't get the guy. She doesn't get, I mean, he doesn't get the girl. She doesn't get the guy or whatever the case. Like, they're always the ones that are punching up, trying to claw for everything. And I'm trying to show the world, like, hey, man, there's a lot of cool motherfuckers that fuck with this shit. And they look like us and sound like yeah. us. And this is what it is. And so, you know, it has, it has evolved so much to where we have conventions now like BlurredCon and DreamCon. And we have all these websites that's dedicated to being a black nerd. And, you know, it's just it's really dope because it's taking the it's taking the veil off of what people thought. People thought yeah. like, all right, I'm grown, so I really can't I can't get into anime. I can't talk about comic books. And it's like, no, when you read these stories and you watch these shows, you know, just like any medium, yes, there are kiddie animes, but then there are also adult and more um more heavy focus animes that deal with trauma, that deal with death, that deal with um that deal with mental illness, that deal with the psyche. And it's just it's just put into a different format. So it's like that culture of that and showing that like, yo, like you just because you you feel like you outgrown something doesn't mean that you can't tap back into it because there's ways that you can do it where it doesn't consume and control your life. And I think yeah. that that's where a lot of people, they they try to exit off because it's like, ah, man, I'm grown. I got bills. I ain't, I ain't got time to do that yeah. kitty stuff no more. And it's like, no, you can. You just got to find yeah. out because it's a hobby. You know, yeah. gaming. And you got to find your, your, your community. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it's so dope because, like, the nerd community is all about love. And yeah. so, and so, you know, the, the, black the blurred community. Now, the motherfuckers, no, no, we gonna no. talk about them. <laughs> well, that's why I'm gonna get into it because, see, the nerd community is all about love. But you know how black folks do, especially uh -huh. black women, and then people of the LGBTQ plus community. I was just on a podcast saying, I said, the best thing that anybody can do is have a gay best friend. Yeah. And and then just people watch with them. Because when you have a gay best friend or a gay friend in your circle and you go somewhere like a mall or a convention or something and you just people watch, you are going to have the best time. And yeah. then also, if it goes down, I have I have yet to meet one person from the LGBTQ community that does not have hands. Yeah. In hindsight, they have to because it's a level of uh, they have to protect themselves. And True. I and I one of my really good, good friends. And it's so funny. I'm a text him afterwards. Um, my has been they get attacked at random. Yes, they do. So they 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 have to. And a lot of their family, you know, like especially if their family like is accepting. They have a, a black male figure. Yeah. And they, they tell them like. You have to learn how to fight. Like we have to teach you how to fight because if this is the way your life is going to be, like this is, you know, you got to be able to look out for yourself because it might not be somebody around. Yeah. And that is absolutely true. Like my friend who actually is from Minnesota. <laughs> yo, like one day I get a text message and I'm like, what the hell is this? And I was like, Cameron, is this you? And somebody like he was literally going just to the the pharmacy to buy hot sauce like he had cooked right it was like, i don't have no hot sauce literally when i tell you this place is like the the, the pharmacy is like a couple of paces away yeah and that quick somebody attacked him you would have never thought that how he went to town on this like six foot person as he should he sh yeah, as he yeah. I, I mean and he 
beat the living hell out of you. It's, it's, they have to, like you said, they have yeah. hands. Like all my my friends, like my best friend, like I know everybody got hands because yeah. you got to. And anytime anything pop off, you know, they they going to have your back. Yeah, and so to go back to what I was saying, so because of that, in blurred culture, when like because you know there's cosplay involved, so you got to you know yeah. so a lot of people rock it, and when you doing your thing, whether you are you are just starting or you really doing it big, black women and people of the LGBTQ plus community are gonna be the most supportive people ever. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, like you know I've been doing this geek set stuff for like five years now, okay. and when I walk into conventions, like I'm just like the love that we're getting, it's like yo, hey. I found my people. Like I tell, yeah. I, I always tell people, if you if you don't, if you go to a convention, you got to go to one of the all black ones yeah. because okay. when when you experience it, it's kind of like at the end of the of Black Panther one when that kid, that little kid, first saw T'Challa, mm -hmm. and then his his you can you can like visually see his mind open up about the possibilities of what a black kid can be. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I found what uh, the blurred culture. That was me because, you know, I've always had this identity. I always, you know, I, like I said, I, I, I come from hip hop and there was a moment of time where I did suppress my love for anime comic books because I'm like, yo, all right. You know what I'm saying? And remember, it used to be the butt of the jokes in TVs and shows. Yeah. Like, nerd, yeah. Like, they used to call people nerds. And I'm like, all right. So I kind of suppressed it. But then as I got like came into my own, I'm like, yo, I don't got to fake it for nobody. I'm me. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm going to be me. And when I found that there was a whole community of people that is like, yeah, yo, we us, we gonna cosplay, we gonna talk about this anime, but it's like, it's the way that we bring it. It's the flair, it's not the, well, yeah. actually, let me tell you about Batman. It's like, yo, my nigga, Batman really put his hands on Superman. Like it's, and it sounds like barbershop talk, but it's fun. It's, it's all love and it's just a great time. And I love, I really love being a part of this culture. It's funny because my sister and my dad are like that. You know, yeah. super into the history of comic. My dad, my dad, I can call him right now. I'm like, okay, dad, say, now what was you saying? Because I got my homeboy. Like, I have friends that love my dad just strictly because of his comic book knowledge, right? Yeah. I'm not the kid that was into it like that. Or, yeah. and, 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 and so my big sister is, so they love like all of that. And I kind of felt like I was on the outside because I was like, I mean, I get it, but it's like I'm trying See, to understand, like, like you know, and like even my like so like my friend today, he was like, oh, I gotta watch Ant Man because I want to see Guardians of the Galaxy, but I think I gotta see I gotta see Ant Man because I know it's gonna reference it in some kind of way, and I'm like, okay, like I'm trying to keep up, but I think also like with the the industry, it's like so much happening so quick, and you're trying man. to like absorb so much and what yeah. i know i live like more on the like kind of pop culture side of things or and you know like fashion side of things yeah and my sister and i we relate there too mm -hmm. but i know i can't call my dad and talk about the mid guy because yeah. he's not gonna know but, but, so like, yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing and but here, this is where i love us black folks yeah. because yeah. You know what exactly what you said. There's I forgot and I'm 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 mad I don't remember the guy's name, but he'd be on TikTok and he is a fashion guru type of guy, right? Uh -huh. But what he does is he wets he lets people comment like a comic character or an anime or a Mario, like like a video game thing, and he'll do like a Met Gala style suit. So it's like, but it's inspired by like the color scheme of that. So it's like, if you say Superman, it's not gonna be like a suit with a big S, but it's gonna right. be a blue and red suit. 
styled and he and he does the whole dramatics and i'm like see that's us like i love that for us you know what that's I'm saying? the level of creativity that yeah. we have because black people the way that our minds like work and, and also like i always you know growing up because i wasn't the age like you said stereotypical like black kid right yeah. my sister and i we grew up playing barbies like I, it was my mom said something to me, and I said, "Girl, Barbies is my life." Like <laughs> that's, that was my response. She will never let me like yeah. live it down. I've applied for jobs at Mattel. My sister applied for like a job not too long ago at Mattel. Like we think we keep getting rejected, but you know what? We're not gonna be like, man. If, no, it's still Barbie is my life. Barbie is everything, right? Yeah. So like they just really they had an immersive experience here, um, yeah. and so we went the opening weekend. Well, I tell you, we showed up in our Barbie paint. I love it. I Barbie love pink, Barbie matching shoes, all of it. And everybody, like the little kids was like, oh my gosh, like it's like a Barbie now. And like, and the people were like, you guys look really good. I said, y'all know I've been waiting for this my whole life. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. That's a, that's a, that's what, that's what like nerding out or geeking out about something is because I'm pretty sure you have a little bit more knowledge than the average person about Barbie. Right. Yeah. And so and then and so if you find like you say, you talk about you and your sister. There you go. Right. Talk about you and your sister. So let's say, you know, what I'm saying I come on here and I love Barbie. Me and you would have a moment going crazy about Barbie. Yeah. And that's what I love pulling out, because, you know, even when I do my my um, interviews, I seek the little thing that somebody yeah. speaks out about and I focus See, on that. That's, oh, or, or, so that's so funny you say this. So like when I was doing Rare Carpets, which, you know, we talked about, like I want to get back into. Yeah. Uh, depending on like what the event was, who was going to be there, because sometimes you'll get the, the sheet in advance yeah. where yep. you can look and then sometimes you might get it the day of. So it depends. Um, but Black people is always a, a way that we can connect. And you'll remember something, especially for somebody you've been waiting. Yep. So like Sterling, Sterling Brown. Oh, Sterling yeah. Brown is from St. Louis. I was oh. waiting for the moment. I was, I was, I was like, the moment is here. Yeah. His people was rushing past. Oh, because I was like, what's up, St. Louis? And so he was motioning and they was trying to rush me. Yeah. So he was like, ask me something out loud. I was like, what are you missing my home? He said, the crab ragoon, the emo. Send me some emos and some crab ragoon. And I'm like, all right, you know, like, because that is yeah. that that is something that we St. Louis has some of the best food you will ever experience. Oh, I love St. Louis. Listen here. One, one, okay, don't cancel me. What St. Louis told me it, it's called, but. No, nope. nope. You know what I'm going to say? Nope. Yep. Yep. Well, blank men yep. and, a, and a vest soda is yep. the most best combo in the world. And, oh, my God, me and my guys, we we, we used to go to St. Louis so much. And when we discovered vests and blank men, like we, it, it became a staple. Anytime that we passed through St. Louis, we stop it and get in that. Yeah. Vest became so much a part of us that we was like, we was contacting Vest, like, hey, don't y'all want to come up to Milwaukee? Y'all got to bring that soda up here. It's weird because like there, there were so many times that Vest was supposed to go out of business, mm -hmm. and so something happens, and it's like, but I think if they expanded their market they would they would it would hit because it would be something like nobody ever experienced so up the street for me i have like a a soda shop mm -hmm. so it's all these different drinks from all over and i was telling them i'm like yo st louis has a brand a line of soda that y'all need to carry and it's Man. an experience it's an experience because you like is. 
it's it's wild. Like there was a refrigerator that we were taking back at my job, a mini mm-hmm. fridge. Yeah. So I'm looking at the packaging of the mini fridge. Why are there two lemon lime best sodas? The on best the, up? in the marketing. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, wait. Does anybody <laughs> who did this? Because somebody from St. Louis clearly took this picture. Had to, because that's what I said. To. Anytime I tell somebody about vests, unless they're from St. Louis, nobody knows about it. Nobody knows about <laughs> it. I was surprised my homeboy that's from Detroit knew about this one artist that we had a uh, name. He used to go by Pretty Willie, then he gave his life over to God. So then he went by his real name or whatever. And so when he tweeted about it the other day, I was like, like, Pretty Willie Suella? Like, oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he I, was like, I know who that is. I'm like, really? So oh, I used to, wow. like I said, my, my roots is in hip hop and I was, uh, yeah. I was a traveling artist. So we used to, we used to go all through. So, you know what I'm saying? So like the dirty DJs was like my homies, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, uh, I, I did a mixtape and um Ali uh hosted the mixtape. Midwest mixtapes is my guy, and that guy is from St. Louis and he puts on everybody from the city on St. Louis. Like I got I mean, I'm Midwest first, no matter what. I got love for all Midwest because here's what here's what here's the thing that in hip hop, what I've all I, I always attach myself to a purpose. And the purpose that I I, I attach myself to in, in with my music was yo, everybody keeps on trying to snatch up the midwest artists everybody's like down south east coast west coast but i'm like midwest artists are literally the ones that have been pushing the game and but they try to snatch it up anybody from detroit that's popping they try to make sure they try to make it seem like they east coast like nah eminem big sean trick trick Royce the five nine all that that's us anybody from st louis they try to make y'all down south i'm like no 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 nelly went dining Nelly went diamond. That is a Midwest artist that went diamond. Saint Louis changed the game. Like, like, no, this you are not. I was like, I don't like y'all can y'all can y'all can try to clown jibs all you want, but everybody was singing chain hang low. Y'all can try to clown Jay Quan, but when Hood Hop came on in the club, everybody went crazy. It's like you know, saying I rep the Midwest. Bone Thugs in Harmony, no, one of the most like that is the outs next to. And I'm, I'm talking about a group, not just a, the two people, but a group. Yeah. Next to Wu Tang Clan and NWA, Bone Thugs and Harmony is right there. That's Midwest. So yeah. I'm like, I be I be singing those praises loud as hell. Like, nah. A lot of people Midwest. Don't, they don't hear it though. Like, they don't recognize the talent that comes out yeah. of the Midwest. You know, yeah. and and St. Louis in particular. I mean, like right now, I think it it's catching on. But like Smino. Smino. We love Smino. Oh, Smino oh, so dope. And then also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but a whole king of comedy is from St. Louis. Yes. Cedric the Entertainer is from, from there. The He's from the historical ville. Uh, like, come in St. on, Louis. Like, well, I mean, we, St. Louis birthed a lot of people. You know, we got, like we said, we, like, we got Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Cedric. You have... Um, Nelly, you like you said, Jay Quan, and like that, and they're touring together right now. Like a lot of the stuff, like Nelly's been taking Quan everywhere with him. Like I know, and I know Jarrell from elementary school. Like we went to school together. So oh, that's, dope. that's dope. Yeah. So, um, like it's it's so many. Like like I said, like you got the Sterling Browns. You have so many. What's the dude that was on Mad Men? Um, oh, uh, damn! What's on boy? I know you're talking about too. 
He from St. Louis. He, yeah. was, he, was, he was an acting teacher back, like at, at the the school you worked at, like at high, the, whatever high school. So we got we got Jason Tatum. You got yeah. Bradley Bill. I, I don't know where Ben McLemore is. I keep saying, <laughs> on but you know what I mean. Like yeah. uh, it was one of the dudes that paid for the Warriors. His name was Jordan. Jordan Poole? No, he's from Milwaukee. No, no, that's Jordan. That's the other uh, Jordan Bell. Oh well, Jordan Poole's from Milwaukee. I know that. No, Jordan. No, no, no. This it was another cat, Jordan. Jordan Bell, and he was he wanna you know. But now I don't know where he is now. But it, he played for the Warriors. It was another. It was. I, I could see his face. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot. It's a lot of talented people that come. Yeah. To, I mean, like I said, like you got to hear. You got art. You got so many people. Got so many. Yeah, so many, myself included. I was on the hey, yeah, let's, let's, listen, let's not sleep on you. Let's I'm not, not sleep on, on you. I've been sleeping on me, friend. I know well. you have because I'm telling like, <laughs> you, sleep on yourself all the time. And I'm like, bro, like, you know, every one in this fashion game, you've been killing it. Like, anytime you drop a set, a picture, I'll be like, yo, I see you, I see you. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm about to like. I got this whole thing that I'm trying to do and like how I'm trying to weave like my brand together, like my brands, like, cause it falls mm-hmm. under St. Angeles, but then yeah, I got the whiskey sour podcast, like, you know, but then I got my candles. So I got a whole concept of how I'm going to weave things together. So that's what I've yeah. slowly been doing, but like, you know, like just trying to be the best version of myself. Like I was saying earlier, like greatness, um, and living in that space, not being distracted, being consistent with myself, because how can I expect consistency from other people when I'm not necessarily fully consistent with myself? So that's a process and that's being real. Like I I have to be real with me sometimes and that's cool. So I like it here. I like it here. I'm taking things a day at a time. Just just pray for me because some days it'd be (laughs) one of them days. But see, that's normal. And see, here's the thing. This is what I, this is what I like about the brand that you're building because like, you know, as I, as I started getting into this creator space, I started paying attention to more people and just kind of seeing like, what do they, like, how are they positioning their image? And I don't know if you're intentionally trying to do this, but you give off this spiritual whimsical vibe for me. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when I see your stuff, like the same the same vibes that I get from like Erica Badu or Rachel True. Like I see that coming from you because of like you know, like you said, you're like you said, you're you're all about like I said the vibes, aromatherapy with the with the with the candles and everything. And you take it serious, but like you just like you always strike me as a person is like, look, I'm calm. I am all about good vibes. Do not bring that negative energy around me and, and just protecting my peace. You know, I, what I'm saying? it's so funny that I, I appreciate that. That's what you're picking up on. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out your sign while you're saying all of this. I'm listening. I'm taking it <laughs> in. I um, The journey to get here and I tell people it has not been a smooth like the easy journey when we think about the concept of protecting our peace and, and making sure things like there's certain things you can't do in my home mm-hmm. you can't argue in my home i might i now can i cuss you out here absolutely because i pay the bills here <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to do that to disrupt the energy that i put a lot of work in in my yeah. house you know what i mean so with certain things like i was i'm like yo like i i gotta talk to you later I don't like how this makes me feel like I've been mm-hmm. so firm on my boundaries and like, I, and, 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 you know, I've been vocal even about the tumultuous and 
relationship that I've had with my father in like the recent year. And I tell people, I was like, yo, the only reason why my daddy got off the block list is because he almost died on me. So I had to, I was like, so you, so this is what we doing? You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. This is what we do. Oh, so this is how you're going to make me talk to you. Yeah. My sister, I don't know if Dominique is ever going to talk to me because I'll, I'll be strong. And when people don't do right by people, it blows my mind. Me too. And you know, that's why I, that's why I, I'm also, I, I'm, I'm glad that I've been meeting the people that I have been meeting in this industry because yeah. we know, I mean, you, you know, we know that there's, there's a whole, there's a whole lot of people that are not, that are not for people here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? So like when I decided to put myself out here, like, you know, like I said, one of the first people to show me love that I've, that to me that I looked at, like, yo, this is a major, major person was to hear. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I was literally just a fan in the crowd. Like, yo, I like this. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also yeah. creating. And Tahir was like, yo, I'm going to get you on Zooming with the homies. And I said, yo, this is like, he like, and I and at that point, I didn't meet Tahir. And I'm like, yo, you my guy for that. And then he put me on multiple times. And then when him and Kev and Mel Mitchell came to Milwaukee, mm -hmm. they came to my studio here. Where'd you see me at right here? Wow. And I said, yo, I said, man, this collective. As always show yeah. mad love to me. And I'm like, yo, yeah. this is crazy. And then as I continue to go, I'm meeting more and more people. You know, one of one of my one of my closest uh people in the industry that I chop it up with who gives me like who makes themselves available to me is the great Deborah Wilson. Now, oh wow. Yeah, I got a chance to interview her. And what you know, you know how these these zooms and stream yards go. After we after record goes off, a lot of the times we don't just immediately leave. A lot yeah. of times it's just that moment for us to chop it up. And me yeah. and her chopped it up for like another hour and a half. And then at the end, she was like, you know what? Give me your number. Tell me your birthday. Don't hit my agent and my manager for anything. If you ever need me for anything, hit me yeah. directly. And now, like, you know, I'll be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on my journey with voice acting and everything. So I'm asking her for advice and she's telling me stuff. And it's just like, yo, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I grew up watching you on mad tv, on TV. and yeah. now you're sending me selfies with your scorpion wearing my gear like yo brother and she calls me brother love brother love check this out and i'm just like yo this is this is crazy and i'm like yo and i'm, I'm i just feel so blessed that i met like good souls like that versus yeah. having the person where you meet the asshole and you're like hey i met you know somebody i looked up to and they treated me like you know like crap but it's like now i feel indifferent against everybody I'm like I, i'm glad it's, it's really weird because I, I understand, okay, I understand like that pretty privilege is a thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I am aware that I, to some people, I have that. No, no, right? no, no, not to some people, to most people. Listen here. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't want to toot my own horn. Well, I'll toot it for you. <laughs> but so I've, the only time I've had like a weird encounter, I'm a name drop, was Sophia Vergara when I worked at Saks. Okay. Uh, which a lot of people will agree. Mm -hmm. uh, Busta Rhymes. Wow. And a lot of people will say, makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, this year, I, I, don't think, I, I don't think outside of that, I've had anything that sticks out to me where maybe somebody would have been staying because like, for the most part, when I meet people, a lot of times, I was, you know, when I was working in Beverly Hills at Saks, like, I, like I'm at work, so I can't fan like I. Patty Labelle walked in. 
so I was like, I wanted to help her, but my homeboy got to her first. Right? But I was still fangirling the back. But I was like, oh my God, like this is my, it's my birthday. This is turning out to be through. like Patty LaBelle is in here. She ain't got to say nothing. Patty comes over, come here, baby. What, why, why can't you come and talk? And I'm just Patty. I said, but you, you saying that, but you Patty LaBelle. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you get what where, where I'm going with this, sis. Yeah. Like, we would sing your songs in my mama's Nissan oh 240 red, cherry yeah. red. This is a big deal. It is. Like, yeah. you, so, you know, so yeah, this is what I do because I like. And I, here's the thing, and I think that it 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 breaks the ice, but it also allows you to have that moment. Anytime that I meet anybody that I like, I truly like. I, I, I'm again. I'm, I'm a straightforward, honest person. So let's say, like, like I said, if you was that person for me, I'd be like, hey, Dominic. Before we start this, I just got to let you know, I love everything you do. You're this person to me. I grew up on this. I just got to get this out, and then we can go on with regular business, right? Uh-huh. More people are are accepting of that because it's like, okay. This is like this is the real moment. Let you have that moment, and now we got that out the way. So now we can do whatever needs to happen. If it's an interview, or you know, I'm, I'm like said in your store. But it's like it helps out because it's like you know what? I'm not going to act like you don't deserve these flowers. I'm not going to sit here and act like you're not this icon. When I interviewed uh, yeah, Kadeem, yeah. Kadeem, Kadeem Hardison, I did that. I interviewed okay. Kadeem Hardison, and I said, "Hey, before we record, I need to stop." Before we record, I need to let you know you are Dwayne Wayne. I know you know you're Dwayne Wayne, but I need you to know how much. I need you to know how much that means to me. And he was like, I mean, I appreciate that. I was like, yeah, bet. I, like, I just need to get that out. I, I just, to- every time I think of Kadeen Hardison, I just think of that scene in A Different World where he, like, is a what, you know, like, I do. <laughs> you know, you know, you know he, he fought against that. Really? He said that, he said that when it can't you know you, i mean you know as you take on roles you you start realizing how this character would act and yeah. he said he said you know when i think about that 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 moment i said what would i do as kadeem hardison he said i said that was some sucker shit. that's what he said he said why would you destroy this day like this and he said and the groomsmen it was like i'm surprised that they didn't beat his ass he was like because that's what me and my groomsmen would have did and so he yeah, was like, I, he said, I tried to fight against it, but he was like, they wanted us to do it. But he said that it was shortened. They had a longer one. And he said, oh, what we see on TV is the, the compromise. He fought for that because he was like, I'm not going to go all in and mess up this like this. It's corny. And he was like, but so what we got was the compromise. Oh, shoot. Yeah. But it's crazy because like knowing He's yes, he's going off of what he would do. Yeah. But Dwayne, like in yeah. the, the personality, yeah. he's totally on brand. Like yeah. if you don't think about it, you know, yeah. like was he a toxic guy? Oh yeah. 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 I mean, he yeah, he was he, listen, he was he was really the villain. Yeah. He, he, he was really the villain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I think I think about stuff like so, like, okay, so I've met Beyonce. And they have all been assets, like when this has happened. Like yeah. it was so like the one time where we really had our moment, uh I had a co-worker like holler for me across the floor. And I <laughs> I, I worked in shoes and my homegirl is calling me yeah. worse than Gucci, like it was a boutique inside of Saks. 
I'm thinking she about to split this cell with me because it was a slow day. Yeah. You know, for me. So I'm thinking that's what's gonna happen. She said, Beyonce is here. I don't want nobody else to help her but you. You gonna help Beyonce. <laughs> hey, that is a friend. That, that is, a, is friend. a friend right Shout there. Shout out to Yolanda from Detroit. Yeah. That like so I was like, okay, so she was like, she gotta come off the elevator or she gotta come down the escalators right here. Stand your ass right here. So I was like, so we standing there talking because here's the crazy thing, how how you can get to the shoe store, the shoe floor, it wasn't, it was two ways to get there. Right. So we could have got off the elevator and took the path by like Fendi and Louie, but somehow she took the way toward Gucci and Prada. And that's where I was. So I was like, Beyonce, like, and just like we was friends, just you got regular. to, you got to. I was like, so you coming to get some shoes or no? And so, and that's what started the conversation. And of course, she ended up not wearing shoes. Like her shoes, her feet did hurt. And Julius, you know, she was on a time crunch. And he was yeah. like, Miss Beyonce, like, we got to go this way. And I was like, but Ju- Julius. <laughs> and years <laughs> later, and she came back up to me. She was like, uh, she walked away super quick, but then she came back. And and, and this is what I mean. So the hospitality and, and man, she's oh, like, yeah. It was so nice meeting you. Uh, thank you so much. Bye. Like, just very country, right? Yeah. Years later, I would see Julius in the club. Because Julius <laughs> put money out of my pocket because I was going to get Beyonce some comfortable shoes. Yeah. I'm at a I'm at a, a all-star party. And then it's like the table that I'm at. It's like some football. I was like, come to our table. I was like, all right, whatever. Cool. My feet hurt. Um. I sit down and then I kind of like the back is like, it's not like a tall back. So I okay. kind of fly and hit this guy. So I'm like saying, excuse me. But then this other dude likes like, really like, are you okay? Do you need it? And I was like, Julius. <laughs> and he was like, trying to play him like his name was Julius. So I said, what's his name? So the guy, he said, that's Julius. I said, Julius, you took money out of my pocket. <laughs> he was like, what you talking about? So I hop down and I go around I'm yeah. in Julius' face. I, if my dude wouldn't have walked in the club that night, I was leaving with Julius' number. Oh, he was on my line. He was on your line. <laughs> he was on my line. And I was like, you fine. So, but yeah, it's like you said, like just being able, but also the other thing too is just like being able to just kind of treat people like regular because like at the end of the day yeah. they just like us yeah so they don't know what to do when you're not like that's why that's why i preference it because i'm like look i'm a i'm a fan out real quick i'm letting you know this so that way it's not like yeah. a, oh my god they fanning out it's a okay give it yeah. to me real quick all right bet now we got that out the way now let's get to whatever we got to do like you know what i'm saying like it's it, it works out for me all the time so far i haven't had a bad experience yet <laughs> with it Who, like what what is your favorite interview my favorite interview was Jay Ellis because I got the only interview where Jay Ellis is talking about his geek side anywhere. And I love oh, that. Wow. And, yeah. and so, you know, that's what I look for in an interview. I'm like, you know, you got to think when I interviewed Jay Ellis, it was at the height of insecure. And mm. everybody wanted to know, hey, is Issa and Lawrence going to get back together? What's going to happen? Like it was that final season, right? Yeah. And we talked about it a little bit, but I was like, bro, I saw online, you was, again, I find a little small thing. And he was talking about 
his love for DC Comics, right? Mm. So in DC Comics, I mean, everybody knows the big dogs. You know Batman, you know Superman, you know Wonder Woman, you know The Flash, Green uh, Green Lantern, you know Green Arrow, all you that, know, right? Max from Batman Beyond is not appreciated enough. <laughs> but, no. <laughs> but he pulled out a character that only... He pulled out a character that only if you are a true comic book head that you would know. And it's this character by the name of Blue Marvel. And he was like, MC. Yeah. And he was like, yo, I would love to be that character. And so we spent a good chunk of talking about that, talking about being a black nerd, talking about it. And so if you look up any interview, yeah, you're going to get JL's interviews about his relationship. You're going to get about Insecure, about Top Gun. But if you want to Are we going to get uh, information about his relationship? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Okay, okay, <laughs> but, okay, okay. But if you want to know like what type of fandom and stuff that JL yeah. is in, you got to come to Geek Set. And I love that so much, you know. But Man. again- Deborah Wilson also is a big one because at my like she gave off such amazing energy. Like when you watch that interview, when I go when I watch back on that interview, it's like you literally see me like this. I'm just, I'm just uh I'm just amazed and uh you know about just just hearing her speak and just catching up game from her. So like th those two have been like some of my two favorites. Okay. Yeah. Favorite. I um I don't think like I don't think I've like I've had like red carpet moments. So like of course like Loretta Divine. Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah. So I interviewed her for the the NAACP uh, brunch. Mm -hmm. uh, well, not the brunch. It was like a dinner that they have. It's like a, a weekend of events. So they do like a brunch. They do like a a, a a part that's not televised, and then they do like the the one that we see on TV. Yep. And so uh, that, and then I would say like June Ambrose, especially being like a. a a fashion head mm -hmm. like that's like a like a, a a pivotal breakthrough moment yeah uh for me and, and, and her complimenting me on my my look at that so oh, that I means a lot you know you know uh to get that seal of a you know that stamp of approval from someone that is so deep in the game you yeah. know like the fashion game that meant a lot so yeah. you know i'm i'm like i i ended up and, and Kelly Rowling used to be my client at sex, but I was so far removed from sex. I didn't realize like how much time I had, because you have clients that like, no, no, no. You like, I would, I've been out um, where like Malaysia has been like, what's up? Like, you know, or yeah. like even like black China, cause black China yeah. used to come in a lot, but she was my homeboy's client, but we would always end up talking. And so yeah. like one night I randomly went out and she was like, what's up? Like, girl, come to my table and blah, 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 blah. And so when everything hit the fan at with with Tiger going out with Kylie. Yeah. So we're all in the bathroom. China's like, what should I say? She asked you? Yeah. Like, oh, shit. my cousin. So I yeah. was like, I, I'm like, what? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you want to be petty or, or do you want to keep it cute? And... You know, my cousin was telling her, like, wish her well. And I was like, yeah, wish him well. But then for real, like, fuck that. She's like, yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> got to have the balance. You got to have the balance. Gotta have the balance. You I'm going to take the high road, but I'm going to have some petty to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that was old me. But new me, you know, mm. I'm like, who? Like, <laughs> I don't have no clue who you're talking about because. But that's dope that you're leaving that type of impression on people, you know? 
because that because like you know I, I i always i always think about that you know i always think about the impact that the stuff that we do have on people yeah. right you know my i it, what became my mission with with geek set was to un like let people love the stuff that they love so i uncover yeah. that love that stuff that you that you haven't really really talked about besides like that one friend that you can go in deep with i want to show i want to show that side of you to the world right yeah and yeah. so but so then when i think i'm like yo you know like you know when i when i put out an episode and then the, it doesn't get the views that i thought it was going to get you know we get in our head i'm like damn am i making the impact am i making the impact and then you have small moments like you said like somebody remembering you that you're like oh i did make an impact you know one of the one of just recently just happened you know i interviewed gail bean i've been a supporter of gail bean for a minute me and her have been chopping it up on social media and everything and we've had a lot of like interesting conversations so when i brought her on my show we had a really long conversation and just kind of like and i thought it was a pretty dope conversation now obviously it was um the the views at first didn't get what I what I wanted, but then when she got on P Valley, it it blew up. Yeah. And it was, it was a lot of thirst comments. It was a lot of niggas like, oh, she fine and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll take it, right? But I'm thinking, I'm just like, yo, you know, I thought this was a really dope interview. And then she had just recently won an award. Mm -hmm. And in her post, her Instagram post of the award and the video that she made for it. Not only did she use the clip from my interview with her, but she shouted me out. She shouted three people out. Katori Hall, another big time actress, and me. And I said, wow. damn, yo. I said, yo, I really did make an impact. And it, it, it made me remember the mission. It's like, you know what? I may not got the most views. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. the most people may not know my name, but I know that I'm making an impact because there's people that come back and talk to me. You know, there's people I start seeing like trickling. Like, you know, like I said, we talk about blurred. Me and you talked about blurred, right? And I've interviewed a few people and introduced them to the term blurred. And then I'm seeing them posting now claiming that they're a blurred. And I'm like, yes. Like that's yeah. exactly the impact that I'm looking. So I was like, even if I'm not getting mentioned or even yeah. if I'm not getting tagged, I'm seeing the change in somebody's mindset that just happened because they're like, oh, I just uncovered this. And I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of the mission. I was like, you know, I want to be a reporter of the culture. Yes, I like, I want to act and I'm doing the voice acting. Yeah. But one of the things that I really want to do is I like when people do dope stuff in this culture, I want to create a space yeah. that's like the breakfast club. You know, as yeah, an artist, but a safe space, a safe space. Yeah, because you got to think, <laughs> you know, if if you are if you are a really dope cosplayer, right, they, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, because you, you do fashion when you put together a piece, there's months that you spend putting together that piece. Right. And yeah. then you have the big event, you know, the Met Gala, whatever the case. Now, I, now, obviously, the Met Gala is more, hey, what are you wearing? Tell me the story and everything like that. But in cosplay, they don't really have outlets to do that. I want to be yeah. that outlet that if you are, if you don't know anything about cosplay, you're like, well, let me check out on geek set and maybe I can learn about it. And you're hearing from actual people who sew, who put this stuff together, who search and stuff like that. Like, that's what I want to do. Or the, the comic book artists, like you draw and yeah, you may get a lot of love on Instagram, but you don't have a place to tell your journey, your story or anything. You know, I want to create that space for people. So it's like, once I realized that that was my mission, I stop worrying about numbers and I just start focusing on impact. Am yeah. I changing people's mindset? Am I changing yeah. their lives? Am I helping this culture? And that's yeah. kind of where I go. And th and that's where I I've been with it because I'm I'm in the same boat. You know, like we talked about some stuff offline, yeah. which I'm gonna do. Yeah. Um, 
but there's not an outlet or a space for people to really just genuinely be themselves. Right. And I wanted to create a space. I wanted people to show up as their real self and be comfortable doing that, regardless of what we were talking about. Right. I don't I don't want to make it feel like it's this formal interview or whatever. Like, right. you know, I want you to be able to come here and talk about whatever, like based on certain things that I might, you know, see you post, like I might start there and then it, it, it builds from there. Right. But I feel like we don't have enough people being their true, authentic selves. Yeah. And so that's where this came about. Sometimes, you know, you got to get a little liquor involved for people <laughs> like yeah. that. Yeah. That is a-okay. A-okay. But, <laughs> a-okay. And so, you know, I, and, and that's where that concept came from. You know, like, you know, I'm, I'm like you, like, but we also know that a lot of people that get the views and the numbers or, or whatever, yeah. it's always some weird clickbaity divisive thing. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, and it's like Kev, Kev said, because I bought Kev's master class. Me too. It could be, you know, you can have a hundred episodes. Yep. And a lot of podcasts don't last past what, like 10 or 12. Right. You want to be something that there's a pivotal moment because somebody will see you doing the work. Yeah. It's also about injecting ourselves into spaces that we know we belong. You know, people talk about the concept of imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, and I told people, I was like, I don't necessarily fully relate to that because I know God got a plan for me and I, and I know the plan, Yep. but it's also, it's a lot of motherfuckers in places that they don't deserve to be. They, they and we see it on a, a, a huge level. So I'm like, if they can do it, why can't I? Like, you know what I mean? That's like, exactly how I got into voice acting. Confidence that you got to have mm-hmm. to be able to like really live carefully. Like, like I got a hunger. I was like, I said, like, you, the marks that you wrote down, you have hit them all. What's the issue? Like, <laughs> breast in your blessing. Yeah. Like breast in that. So stop chasing stuff. And I and I talked about this because we were talking about two episodes. We we talked about boundaries, mental health, all of this stuff. When you stop chasing shit. Oh my God. Preach. When you stop chasing. Because you know what's yours. Yeah. You just, going to take it. I ain't got to chase shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So once you realize that it's a different level of like relief that comes over you because you you know what it is god done gave it to you i'm gonna give you a, i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a, a a big exclusive that changed my whole mindset so probably like year three of doing this right i was like yo man man we 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 independent it'd be dope if we could be a part of a network i'm like Charlemagne starting that black effect network let's go over there let's see if we can get over there let's get on one of these podcast networks and i spent a year going hard trying to get us a part of a network right Mm-hmm. And nothing was happening. I was it was no's. I wasn't getting anybody there, right? And then this was the year before the pandemic. So then the pandemic hit, and I mm-hmm. said, "Damn, man, I don't want us to lose steam." And at that point, we was just a podcast, but we was going to these conventions and as press and covering that, right? That mm-hmm. was our two things. So I said, "You know what? I got a lot of love for a lot of these creators. I watched them and everything. I would love to have a deeper conversation with them." And then I started my interview series, right? Mm-hmm. And then. Right off the bat, like I said, I was doing interviews. I was getting Van Lathan, Timothy De La Ghetto, or Chantarangzu now. Um, 
I was getting uh, Kev on stage to hear. Like, I started going through the whole All Deaf Collective and everything and just start doing that and start working and getting more consistent with it, dropping an interview every Saturday for two years straight, right? And then even then, I'm like, all right, I'm building my name up. All right, but you know what? Now that I got the name, let's, let's go back at it again. I tried it for like six months. Still, same thing, right? Nothing. So then one day I said, you know what? I feel like God is trying to steer me in a specific way. And I said, you know what? I am going to just believe in what he wants me to do. I'm going to stop fighting it. I'm going to stop trying to be a part of something. Once I started doing that, like literally, I made that. That was like my Christmas thought during pan during the pandemic. January, we um we get hit up by Forbes and they're like, "Yo, we want to talk about what you guys are doing in the blur community." I said, "Bet." So now we got a Forbes interview. Right. Then my guy who's a director in Cali, he was like, "Look, bro, we should do a documentary." He had this idea. So now we started the Black Geek documentary, announced they go fund it, getting so much love and support. Then the Black Wall Street Times interviewed us. Then I was like, you know what, man, I've been doing I'm do I've been doing music my whole life. I'm doing podcasting. I said, I, I understand my control and how to use my voice. And I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna try my hand out at voice acting. And I put it out there. I was like, yo, just this couple of milestones I want to hit. Watch Mojo reached out, said, Hey, we want to give you a shot. Let's try something. I was like, all right, bet. I did one list with them. They said, if you want to do this full time, we are open to bringing you on the team. I have now just I just did my 57th video with Watch Mojo. You know, wow. and so it's like once I stopped trying to be a part of something, I said, you know what? I'm going to just be me and I'm going to just work on what we doing and building. The people started coming. I started getting yeah. contact from Revolt. I got we got on Sway's Universe. Like it was it was all the stuff that I wanted because I always said I want Geek Set to be like no matter what, because we blend hip hop culture and geek culture. I said, I want if anybody says I want to talk to the black geek. When they say like, well, who do we got to involve? I want them to be like, okay, we got to get geek set. That's a gimme, you know. Like right, you know how like right. certain things. There's like certain people that's like you can't do this without talking to this person. Yeah. And now there's people that's hitting me up like, yo, hey, this person said this about such and such. What you think about that? There's people that I've interviewed when they watch geek stuff, they hitting me up in the DMs like, yo, Deuce, you seen this? You seen this? And I said, yo, everything that I was trying so hard to get, once it's I stopped trying to get it yeah. and trying to chase it. It came naturally. And I it's, said, it's weird. It's weird how that, that, that full circle moment happens. Mm -hmm. Right. So like outside of this, you know, I have everyone needs an Aquarius podcast mm -hmm. and, you know, partnering with Daryl, like, and, and this happened because I interviewed Daryl and our other homeboy that, you know, was, a, it, it, that's into music. We were talking about like the art of Ray J. <laughs> people but that's how my mind works so like you know, i love it though because I, without even knowing what it is i know what you it know is. what it is right <laughs> so we were talking about all this different stuff but we had this weird chemistry and my friend had to have like blog awards like he's an amazing writer so we have similar interests because we both write uh we both went to school i think he just went to school for communication but mine is like an emphasis like on broadcast journalism and and whatever so you know so we was like we gotta do something and so that's how that came about and so we we have the show like twice a month but it's like like the clips like if he'll clip us out it will do it's crazy yeah and so i was like i can be able to you fuel this 
because we, we like we have something the world just has to catch on yeah. so we just got to keep doing what we're doing and don't like force anything like and i i was going to talk to pat i was like pat listen to this uh because like we after we meet about his stuff like i have to have stuff now so yeah. that, that's that is that's what's super dope because shout out to tahir oh yeah shout out to him I, I, like, I, 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 I get emotional talking about to hear because i don't think i've ever outside of like my best best friend i don't think for real from a male like i've experienced a friendship like that and yeah uh, and we're family like i know to hear through my sister they they knew they've known each other since middle school they dated in like seventh oh. grade for like a week okay <laughs> and she broke with him through a letter. So was that, was that was that pre or or post guns? <laughs> pre pre back guns or post back guns? guns? Happened at like fifteen, so pre guns, pre guns. <laughs> so um, his his tribe has welcomed me with open arms. Oh, that's the I whole reason I got eagle emojis. Because yeah, I was like, I don't, I didn't know. Kev, Tony, Pat, mm -hmm. anybody. When Zooming with the homies came about before it was oh, Zooming, yeah. we're in the we're at the beginning of the pandemic. At this time, I'm dating the old man, and I'm like, I wake up the next morning and I have a text message from Tahir that he sent me like at eleven o'clock talking about oh uh what you doing? I got friends on the Zoom call, whatever. Cause like everybody was hopping on Zoom calls yeah. or long FaceTime calls. So that's what I'm thinking. I was like, yo, next time you do it, like see what I'm doing. I'll be around, I'll hop on. I didn't know I was about to walk into a space meeting, you know, like Ted Kev, Keon, Poli, yeah. and yeah. Tony Baker. And then we get in an argument about the five heartbeats. And oh, I was, there. I was in the crowd. I was, I yeah. was in the crowd. I was in the crowd. The five heartbeats is trash. <laughs> but whatever so you know what i mean so yeah. that changed a lot of stuff for me yeah and seeing to here to be able to create a space when the world is closed oh, you know man. locked down like changed a lot for me and i told him that you know when i had him on, i was like i i gotta give you credit here because if it wasn't for you i'm not sure and i had had already had like two failed podcasts you know, so it, it it's weird how, and I, I knew that I was going to have to do something on my own. I just didn't know what it looked like. And so yeah. I stopped overthinking it and just was like, fuck it. I'm gonna put it out there. I was talking to my play brother about some stuff. And I was like, help me. I want to do this. I don't know what this looks like, but I want to make it seem like where the title is unisex, where men feel like it's not just for women and women feel like it's not just for men. And this is what we landed on. Yeah. And so here's and but here's the thing about their collective. It goes to exactly what you said and why why it's so dope. Because you know, I've been again, I told you I've been doing this for going on six years, right? The yeah. first three years it was very solo. You know, me and my crew, we didn't really have much, right? And then, you know, we started doing the interviews. And when I when I interviewed Kev, that's when everybody from all deaf started answering and saying, Okay, I'ma hop on your podcast. I could like say I got CP, I got CT, I got Pat to hear, Tangerine, yeah. Meg, like everybody, right? And so I give a lot to them because I'm like, yo, y'all did like y'all didn't have to. Y'all didn't have to hop on my yeah. podcast. Y'all didn't know me besides just being stage crew more mob, right? You know what I'm saying? But y'all hopped yeah. on. And I think what what they have a really dope um skill set of doing is it's identifying talent that they believe in no matter yeah. where they're at. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you said, they welcomed you with arms. They welcomed me with arms. The fact that Kev makes himself available to me, 
Kev got a billion things that he's doing. He does not have to answer my text messages or DMs, but he does. He yeah. doesn't have to interact with me, but he does. He doesn't have to shout me out on his podcast in front of all those 50,000 people that view it, but he does. Yeah. To hear, when I was when I dropped my album, my my uh, my last album, for no reason, <laughs> I'm just in the crowd, on Zooming with the homies, in the, com- in the comments, and then all of a sudden, to hear it goes on a five-minute rant bigging up my album and telling everybody to go buy it. That was my most successful album ever. And I'm just like, it's, yo, but it's you crazy. don't have to do this. Like, that's how when I first when I first launched my candles and I did it privately. Mm-hmm. Tahir posted it, talked about it. More mob sold me out. It was a couple of friends and like and one one co like a coworker was able, but by that time, he was like, okay, I'm gonna just buy these four because that's the only scent that's left. <laughs> but the more mom did that. And so mm-hmm. I told him that I was like, anytime, like, that's how people find me. And I love that. Like, yeah. you know, and that makes me feel, I always just try to be humble and nice to people uh, until people get weird. People have had this weird tendency to get kind of weird on me. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing? You know, you know, why? I, I, you I don't get know. I don't like, energy. I don't see how you can get weird with you. Yeah, I don't know. People get weird, and it, it just get weird. And so I'm like, what the fuck am I doing to make people feel like this is okay? It's, I gotta check myself. You know, so <laughs> you know, like, but for the most part, like the majority, like outside of like the few friends, I, I've been a person that's all about new friends. Like, fuck what Drake talking about. Thank you. Those, those <laughs> new friends can take you to heights that you never even imagined. You know what I mean? Um, Tangerine and I hung out. Uh, she invited me to a poetry slam. And it ended up being something completely different. I shot video of Tangerine in a dance contest while we was there. She has over a million views. Oh, that, you, you don't want to shot that? I shot that. Okay, I remember that. That, that was like about like a month ago, right? Uh, like a couple months ago, yeah. yeah. Like it, yeah, she, yeah, she was crazy on that. All this stuff. So CT has, you know, he put me in the skit one time. I didn't read the email right. I didn't bring multiple clothes, but I was like, that ain't what I read, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But, you know, but it's also um, like BT, BT always, you know, for the most part would include me in something too. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, like you said, people being able to recognize and see the talent that's there. And yeah. like, if I got questions about BT going to answer, uh, you know, same thing, like, to hear Pat, Pat gonna tell me, he was like, how I can help you to, like, get to that that point, like, to reach those goals. Right. Like, like I'm gonna help you. And and people need friends like that. And I've always been a friend that always looked out for people. If I got contacts mm-hmm. or you need to, I always try, like, to, to put people together. Now, what happened after that don't got nothing to do with me, but I can make the, the I can make the, you know, like, hey, I can introduce you and then you go from there. And but I I believe that a lot of stuff, it really does take a village. And I've always been an advocate for that. And because in hindsight, you know, when I look at look over my life and look at like the the, the, the traumatic experiences that happened like six months in my mom passing away, you know, like my we moved in with my aunt. You know, like we ended, we it didn't stay with our dad. We lived yeah. with our aunt, my mom's sister. 
Then my dad's sister, my aunt Sharon, that passed away last year, was very instrumental in our life as well. Like she was instrumental in that conversation. We spent our summers, our holiday breaks at her house with her kids. So it really took a, it really takes a village. It does. You know, um, us being in puppet ministry, like like it takes a lot. And so if you feel like you got to do it alone, and we, we just like we said, we have this black people have this weird concept of. In order to make it, you got to struggle. I didn't realize that or understand that that's not true until I met to here. It's weird how that happened because I was, at that time, I was like dating somebody to here and I got super close that had all the connections. Mm-hmm. And I thought because I had to hustle, I had to have blood, sweat, and tears. I probably missed out on a lot of good opportunities um, because I was so set in my hustle ways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I want us to get out of that, like be able to ask for help. If somebody has something that that you, you're trying to get to, like speak up and say something. Right. Because your closed mouths don't get fed. Like we say it all the time, but that also goes for our careers. But, you, you know, know- I think we also get in our get in our our mindset, not even outside of the we feel like we got to struggle, but then also black people always try to stay out the way. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of the times, it's funny because like I remember so the whole like you know saying shout out to Crystal Bubbling that is a homie of mine for Mm -hmm. for the long long time when she was a DJ in New York. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like she was a homie homie of mine, right? So we was chopping it up, and I remember when I wanted to get Kev. Me, again, I'm a hustler. So I'm like, look, I'm going to find my way to get to Kev. So I'm trying everything, everything. Mm-hmm. I know that she works directly with Kev. And I'm like, all right, I'm not going to ask her because like, I don't want to bother her. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm asking for something. Yeah. They get in my way, right? So after I exhausted everything trying to reach out to Kev, I said, all right, let me hit her up. So I hit her up. I'm like, you know, I come in, hat in hand. Hey, Crystal. Hey, 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 I got to. Hey, I know you know Kev. Is there any way, like, just uh, you ain't got to tell him? She was like, she literally was like, nigga, what do you want? I was like, all right, well, I'm trying to get him on the show. She's like, all right, give me a moment. Hit him up. Within like an uh, hour and a half, Kev hit me up back. Like, hey, all right, yeah, we, I, I, we, let's schedule it. I got you. And I'm just like, damn, dog, I really spent like two and a half weeks racking my brain trying to reach Kev. And I could have just did this in like an hour, but it was yeah. like we get in our way. We're like, ah, I don't want to be a problem. I don't want to bother people or whatever. <laughs> but you better believe, like, oh, I'm for the ass to hear. I'm like, I don't have Kev. Like, I don't Kev don't follow me. Yeah. But I was like, listen, when Tahir has said, oh, uh, he's like, I ain't seen you in a minute, 10, 11, whatever, what is he was like, Oh, she busy with a podcast and she don't have us on. I'm calling Kev. I asked, you know, Tony, like, I tried, I I try to look at people's schedule mm-hmm. and see what they got going on, but I'm like, I'm I'm not doing that no more. What's more fit to say is no. You know what? That's why I feel like I'm just going to pull the trigger. One of the reasons why I haven't even got out to Cali yet, because I was like, I got it in my mind. I'm like, all right, when I get out there, I got to have this plan. I got to be doing this. Like, I want to have an itinerary. And honestly, I'm like, just like to take my ass out there. You, you just need to take your ass out here. Bring, bring it. So here's the thing. It's the crazy thing. I knew I was moving to LA in eighth grade, like, well, the summer yeah. of freshman year. So I went to New York that summer and I came to LA. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, New York feel like St. Louis. I ain't fucking with it. Like it's humid, it's hot. People kind of like rude, don't have time. LA had a different air and it felt yeah. like home. 
So I was like, this is my plan. After graduation, graduating from high school, I'm out. Well, my mom made me go to college. So yeah. and after that, I'm telling you, like, even if you just start coming to her, like you say, I, I want to come out. Da, 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 like, if you got something going on, just come out, plan a week out. So if you know yeah. you want to do interviews, you know, you can, you can rent the studio mm-hmm. or, and, and there's, or, or, you know, and there are multiple studios that you can rent a space, interview your people. Well, you know, I mean, I, I, if I come out there, I'm using Dion's studio. Me and Dion, that's the homie. That, but that's what I said. Dion, yeah. whatever the yeah. case might be, because ultimately I want to start doing in-person stuff where I can, if somebody right. is local. Yeah. So absolutely. Like Dion studio isn't far from my house. Um, Kevin's is super far. I'm in between both of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I just, I, I would just say, just come out here and have a plan and then think about forecast your next trip. Yeah. And then go from there. And I moved out here. I only had like seven or eight K. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm like, and just move. Like, now I know that rent hit more for what I was renting. renting more. <laughs> you know, like, when I was moved out here. Well, so I was just like, it, but it's it's like, I'm learning to step out on faith. Yeah. Well, like, that's what, and that's what I've been doing lately. That's why I'm like, I'm going to just get out there. Faith, yeah. it's funny because faith have become, has become so much more important in my life like i've always i've always been spiritual i didn't i don't subscribe to a specific religion but i believe in god and a higher power like that's where my that's where i'm at you know and but these past two years has been the most free that i have ever been Uh, and i give it all to i said you know what i'm gonna stop fighting the tides wherever god points me i'm going so when Baby. God's like, when God's like, look, do this, and I'm like, really? All right, I'm doing it, and it's been paid off. When I when this here, one of the the scariest moments for me, and again, it comes from you know me being just me. Like let's hear, I I've never really shared my emotions with people because mm-hmm. I'm all I'm a I'm a figure it out, and I and I always think in my head I'm like people don't want people don't want to care about my emotions, so I'm a, I'm a I'm a figure it out because I got I, I got the willpower to do so. Stay there. Is there any air in your chart? So I don't, I'm not big on horoscopes. I don't know. What oh that means. God, this doesn't help me. I don't know what that means. That was very air. Okay. And air signs are Aquarius, Libras, and um, Gemini's. Okay. So no, how, okay. no, what? no, I do know what's in my sign. Oh, do you know your chart? Say that one more time. You cut out. Oh, I know fire is associated with me. Okay. Yep. Huh. Okay. So yeah, I'd be interested to pull your chart. Do you know what time you were born? That I don't there's know. Because you talking about, you're talking about the, the the rising and the and the stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that. There's I would love. Part. I would love. I would love for somebody to do a reading for me. <laughs> yeah, that's air somewhere. Okay. Because that comes up often with uh, my air sign guests. Mm-hmm. Or just a conversation, and then I was like, "Ah, oh, that's airing your chart." And then I was like, "Are you this?" And they're like, "Yes." How did you know? And I was like, "Because you said this." Uh-huh. And that comes up often about how we uh, conceal our emotions mm-hmm. uh, a lot. So you well, either a Sag- you're a Sagittarius or you're a Scorpio. No, yeah, you're, you're either a Sagittarius or a Scorpio. Nope. I'm not. Sh- I'm not giving Aries, but if you are Aries, that's gonna be weird. So here's the thing. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you a quick hint before. And um, 
I've been told that when I tell people my sign, they're like, you are the most different version of that sign that I've ever seen. See, because it's, because it's, I, I wonder if your moon. I'm going to ask my mom. I'm going to ask my mom. Ask your mom what time you were born. Because there's air coming through, and I wonder if it's your moon that's in air. Could be. You want to know what it is? You said fire. Yeah. Are you an Aries? Nope. But I said the other two. No, I didn't. Wait. I don't think Sagittarius are fire. Nope. No, or no, Scorpio is a fire. Scorpio is. You gonna end up being something like a Leo, something wild. Yes, I, I knew it. <laughs> you gonna be wanna... I'm like because okay, so here's the thing. I'm I have a Leo rising and a Leo moon. Mm -hmm. But that statement that you made was very airy. Well, I, I I don't know. That's what I I I never I've never had a reading. I never had anybody dive in deep. The only two things that I know is that I am uh, like I said I'm a Leo, but also in the Chinese uh, horoscope, I was born in the year of the tiger. So I was like, yo, I got oh, two I'm, big cats with me. Like, or was I with a rabbit? So I was like, that's crazy that I'm a Leo and a tiger in one. Wow. Because my mind, like, literally is so crazy because when I tell people that, when I tell people that my, um, like, what my rising is, people say that I present, like, a Leo a lot. And my dad's okay. a Leo. So me and my daddy be clashing because I'm like, bro, like, you so headstrong. And I'm like, no. But it's funny because... Because like we as air signs like the the Gemini, the Libras, and the Aquarius, mm -hmm. we do try to conceal our emotions and not really show like the world because we feel like often that people won't care. And that's um, how I feel. That I, I literally feel that way. You got, you got I literally you. feel that way. So it's like you know. So because of that, and because I like I like I I always feel like I'm gonna just figure it out. Yeah. There's a lot of times that like if I'm struggling, if I'm going through it, it's like. I'm like, I can pull from somebody, you know, going into this game, being from Milwaukee, I literally, I don't have a big bro. I don't have a mentor. I don't have anybody I can pull from. Fortunately, there's been people in my life that was like, yo, let what you need. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So like to hear has given me, has given me advice. I told you guys about Deborah Wilson, who've been giving me advice and everything like that. So I'm, I'm coming across people who's like, look, I got you, whatever you need. Yeah. 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 You know yeah. yeah. But it's like, but it's one, it's, it come it be, it it became where I'm like, you need to tell me that I can come to you, because I'm always in my head like I'm stay out the way, man. Like you know, hey Dominique, she seemed cool, but I can't come to her and vent to her, man. She's gonna be like, who Deuce is wild, like he crazy. But it's like you know what I'm saying. But okay, then, not you. There's other people. I've had yeah. to block people. <laughs> if you're not blocked, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the reason I turn my story, my my comments off on my stories, okay? Like, <laughs> As I'm all I'm all about love, man. Like I said, you know, I, I think I think part of it too is just like you know, um, I think sometimes I don't tell certain things just because in my past I've been so gaslit, mm -hmm. and as I've gotten older. It's it's weird. I was just talking to my best friend. My best friend is a Gemini, so we were talking about something that 
I don't know what's happening, but I was like, this is why you're my best friend Mm -hmm. because you're able to take a step back and fully observe sometimes like my history Right. And then pull from it and then articulate to me like it's literally God and, you know, the universe, however you want to say it's talking to me. So I love those moments with him. And so in that, it's like. There are moments where like that's the main person that I can be vulnerable with, because I know that Mm -hmm. my best friend won't judge me. He will allow me to feel what I'm feeling. But then he's going to be like me with like, all right, so uh, what are we going to do about this? Are you like, you know, like I just want you to feel. And so there are only certain people that I feel like I can confide in. And I'm glad okay. that I have those few people. But it's like I wish sometimes I had the 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 space yeah. with certain people just to say whatever it is, where it's not like they feel like they're being attacked yeah. or trying to diminish whatever I'm feeling. Like, and, and that's even something I've talked to with my sister about sometimes. Sometimes I feel like that with her. I was like, because we grew up in the same house, <laughs> doesn't mean that our experiences were the same. Definitely. Me and my brother the same. You know, me and my brother, like we talk about it all the time, like our, our the, the, the basis of the teaching from our parents is the same. But our yeah. experience is way different. I was way more out here in these streets living. My brother was way more living in the college lifestyle and everything yeah. like that. So where I'm out here partying. You the younger, you the younger sibling? No, I'm the oldest. Really? See, the, the oh, oldest. that's so weird. You, you. See, I'm, I'm, I'm not the. I'm, start. I want my my, my uh, I, I was gonna tell you. My mom said somewhere around one p.m. is around. She said she got to check the birth certificate. She's looking for it right now. But okay, she said cool. if she remembers, is around one p.m. But like I said, people always said because here's the thing. I am an extrovert in every sense of the word extrovert, right? Okay. There's li- like I'm an extrovert so much that I've heard so many people talk about them being introvert that I feel like the outcast because I'm a person that no matter what room you put me in, I'm good. And yeah. I think that also goes into my psyche because I one also I live in a sea of positivity, right? I yeah. give everybody the benefit of doubt that you're going to do good until you prove me wrong. And people yeah. call me crazy because I'm like, look, I get it. your chart, bro. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I get it. Like a lot of people was like, you know, you gotta earn it. You gotta earn my respect. But I'm like, look, I I have belief in human, in humanity that people wanna do good. Now I'm not naive. If you prove me wrong, then yeah, now you on my bad side and I can't, okay. and I don't come Can back from it. Can we blindly pull your chart? I'm with it. <laughs> Let's see. Let's I'm see. I'm with it. <laughs> like, this is weird. And, and then watch, I'll be wrong. But you're like, you're saying stuff that is very, like, you know, <laughs> in line with. I know. People stack. Hey, listen, all my life, people, when I tell people, like, you're not uh, Leo. You're, I'm like, I'm born August 14th. Of course, I'm a Leo. Yeah, They're like, you a different Leo. <laughs> Oh my God. Like what year? 1986. Oh, okay. So you're just a year older than me. Rudy, what's your last name? Strong. Okay. Got a strong black name. Rudy Strong. Right. That is that is hella. That's hella black. Okay. So we <laughs> and I'm the third. Okay. I'm gonna say technically we don't know your birth time. Okay. What city? Are you in Milwaukee? Where is that where you born or were you yeah, born and Milwaukee? raised in Milwaukee? What's well, I'm a military brat, but I was born and raised in Milwaukee. Okay. 
This is gonna be my first one. This is gonna be my very, very I, first. I don't know. Like I'm like, <laughs> this is like really. I don't know. It's something going on. So if you want to know what's what's this is what's what's hilarious. So me and my mom is exactly alike because my mom's birthday is two days after mine. So I was born August 14th. My mom was born August 16th. She said she was trying to hold out for me so we can have the same birthday. But me and my mom is like this. I'm I listen here. I am no, I, I am forever. I'm I'm That's forever a mama's boy. Like I tell like I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a lame mama's boy, like the ones that get on people's nerves, but it's like my mom's is everything. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's one of yeah. those things. It's my love for black women because of her. And that's what that's one of the things that I'm very, very vocal about. Because my life, there's been so many, there's been so many influential black women in my life from my mom, from my uh -huh. aunts, from people who helped me out in just my endeavors that I got so much love from black women that like. I always make sure that I'm extra loud. Like, hey, you want to call me a pick me? I'm a pick me for black women. You want to call me? A, 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 I'm trying to save them. Hey, yes, I'm definitely am. Because here's the one thing that I realized having black women as friends and just even just listening to you guys speak is one. I don't ever feel offended when y'all be like, nigga, black men ain't shit. Niggas ain't shit. Because I see that the majority don't think like I think. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, when I see it, I'm like, I don't feel the need to defend to be like, well, Dominique, not all black women, I mean, black men, because I'm like, I get it. The majority that you guys are dealing with ain't ain't doing us uh, uh, ain't doing us justice here, right? So it's like, it's one of those things that I like, I'm 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 loud with my allyship. You know, that's why, you know, at the beginning, I start calling out the LGBTQ community is because I am a true ally. I go to the my, my cousin. She is an activist in Wisconsin that does amazing work and i show up to the to, to the events i perform any at, at the um, at the pride rallies because i said you know what as a black man and seeing how we get treated how do i look treating another marginalized group right the same so it's like I, I, i'm going to be loud with my allyship because one as an ally nobody should have to pull you and tell you to support you know what I'm saying? Like you should <laughs> black women shouldn't have to plead for black men to help and be an ally. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be loud for it. Same thing with the LGBTQ plus community. You don't you should not have to say, I need you. Come, let me teach you. Like, no, I am personally going to make sure that I'm there, make myself available, and I am going to listen because yeah. I, I I can't speak for the community, but I can listen to what you guys want and right, what the allies right. want, and I'm gonna be that. And then that's kind of yeah. like my mission with it's life. It's human it's rights. It's yeah. basic ass human rights, and a lot of people are just terrible ass human beings. So that's why I was saying, I was like, this is weird, you're giving air. Low key, like I, I would I, I'll be interested to see if she can find the time, but you do have a lot of air in your chart. You got Libra, Aquarius, and uh, Gemini in your chart. Okay. But based on this, with no time, if we're just going vaguely, you know, uh, blindly, your uh, Venus is in Libra, your Mars is in Capricorn, Mercury is in Leo, and then your Moon is in Sagittarius. Okay. So, um, like your Moon, so, like that's kind of how you present to the world. So okay. that's like more your personality. So like mine, like I have the the pattern app, and I have. Um, you know, co-star. So co-star, um, let me, let me pull it. Cause I, I want to make sure I'm telling you right, but I think, I think I'm right. Um, I'm gonna I'm believe it. If anybody debated, I'm like, look, I, I, yeah, trust, I, was her. Like, I trust her more than I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cause there might be somebody that might, you know, like 
know know better, you know. So like the so like with your birth chart, with your Venus, I'm trying to see what Venus is. It's like Venus is how you determine how you love. I mean, you might be a complicated lover if that's in Libra. <laughs> and Mercury being in Leo, which is your also your sun sign, that's how you communicate to people. So uh, it's how you communicate, how you talk, how you think, how you process information. Mm-hmm. So I could also kind of see that, but I don't know. That being that Libra, that air was coming through today. It was coming through today. It was, I was like, that's really weird. That's really so, weird. So that's why I was like, mm, you're being, be that you're, being that you're connected to this, does the does the love language goes into with this at all? Because I know my love languages. Um, I feel like it could um a, a little bit because like okay, so it's weird because my my Venus being in Capricorn, mm-hmm. I can see how more so recently i need i need this nigga to be in my skin and i need to be in his okay like mm-hmm. i've been like you, uh, know, you know what like at, at times i feel like i feel like at times like i don't really want to say how i feel you know because i feel i don't want to feel that rejection if the person on the receiving end isn't necessarily in the same space. And I feel like I've always been like that. So when it comes to love and relationships, it's weird because a lot of the men that I've dated, especially in my younger years, a lot of them are married now. It's like they get married after me. It's like I'm some level of chaos (laughs) for them. But then the conversation afterwards, it's like, oh my God. I did not understand mm-hmm. until I met somebody that needed X, Y, Z, because I still keep a level of independence because I'm an Aquarius. So I don't, there, when I need you on me, I need you on me. But after that, I'm like, yo, okay, cool. Like, I, you know what? I, I do. I, so here's the thing as a man, you know, a lot of times, you know, society, they don't want us to say that. But here's the thing what I love. And this is what I'm like, what I feel like I, I want. And, okay. I, and, and I realized this the past two years. I want the annoying woman in my life to be like, whereas like, we don't do couple content. Like, I don't really want to do it, but I, re- I kind of really want to do it. Like, I want you to pull okay. me through it though. As secretive and private as I am, every once in a while, I want to throw up a picture where I'm holding somebody's hand. You know, like, okay. Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I I I don't I don't want to show somebody face because I ain't got time. I'm not going back and forth with a bitch in my DM. Like I'm not. You know what I mean? Like I want I want to be able to post the hand of somebody and that just be that. Yeah, you know, like I said, and like, I want niggas to be mad. Yeah. And I want the bitches that thought they could get me to be mad. You know, even though I don't even entertain women. You know what I mean? But it's nice to feel wanted. Yeah. And so I, <laughs> That's all I want to do. Like I want, a, I want to put a picture up and, pe- and leave people like, "Is this real?" Like how Issa posted those wedding pictures, and people were like, "Is this a photo shoot? Is this real?" Like, what's happening? Like, what's going yeah. on? I love. I get a, a 
I get like this crazy thrill, like this feeling, this rush of like out of like being a tease to people. So I just want to be able to do that once. That's it. Like every blue moon, you don't know. And then you don't see it ever again. It might be a hidden photo. I might, you know, but I don't want, I I just, every blue moon, and I don't necessarily want to do couple content, like you said, but it's like every once in a while, I might want to post something where it's like we having this healthy debate about something. Yeah. Or you just showing me, like whisking me away and we're just having a great day. That's it. Yeah. I, 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 I love it. Like I said, that's it. Because, you know, here's the thing. When I when I look at it, I'd be looking at the contents and I'd be like, you know, so I look like, like, look at it, like Angel and Tank. You know what I'm saying? And like, as much as Tank be trying to look like he annoyed when Angel be like, we got to do this, you know, he secretly love it. And I'm like, I he want that. I want that. Me. And then also, I, because of like, I'm confident in myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, I do not mind if I had a woman that's like out there, like, you know, like Instagram photos posted and people, cause I'm like, look here, I'm confident knowing that she's coming home to me. I'm I like, I, I, I'm okay with people like, yo, yo, she bad. I'm like, yeah, she is, ain't she? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she I, bad. I I'm hyper up. But it's always a weird space to, uh, navigate when those things happen right because i think people have an idea like men have an idea of me or or they assume certain things like yeah the running theme is that i'm kept right mm-hmm. and and i ain't doing the keeping it's somebody else doing the keeping <laughs> i'm like i'm i'm doing the keeping you know and that's and that's been a reoccurring thing for years yeah you know so how people assume that like oh i know your dm no it's not they dry they quiet and i'm okay with it i ain't gonna hold you i'm surprised i ain't gonna hold you i'm surprised people always i was like i will show you they're not you know what you know what here's you know what no i'm not surprised you know why because you also based off of your post and what i've seen from your content you are a person that is like all right, if you're going to come, you got to come at her correct, right? So I can see a lot of niggas probably, like, psyching themselves out. Like, ooh, I'm going to slide in a DM. But then when they get there, they're like, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I have slid into the DMs of record execs. Red. Mm-hmm. Basketball play. Red. Like, you Oh, you be, shoot, you be shooting your shot out? I be shooting. I be breaking. And it's okay. <laughs> Nobody ever shot. When you I know what? I haven't had that many people shot, shot they no shot more. at me. I can't. I, I, I don't know how my. I, I, I wonder how is it going to feel when somebody. Because here's the thing. I'm a cool ass dude, right? So I've I've been. I get friend zoned a lot in my life. All the time. I get friend zoned a lot because I I'm cool. Like because here's the thing. I've always said one. I like being cool with women because you get an insight of things that you don't like. I just as yeah. men, you're never going to get. But I'm a. I'm capable of being cool with women without trying to smash you know what i'm saying so because of that they never look at me like that and then later on without this is what i hate this is what y'all women y'all gotta stop doing this because uh, no don't say women yes this is is a light one this is not this is not the male podcast thing but what y'all gotta stop doing is friend zoning us 
or at least we or we it seems like we friend zone and then years later we bump into you like oh you know i always liked you like come on here's man. the thing here's the thing about that. that okay so this has happened so i had a homeboy that i met through uh uh a basketball player like uh they used to play okay uh yeah. name, right so his homeboy and I became like really, really great, like really good, like good, good friends. Like FaceTime, when I would go to Arizona, like we would kick mm -hmm. it, like all of this stuff. I never knew that he liked me. I, I kind of, I was, but then I didn't want to be like, you, cause like <laughs> I, how I was raised was like, everybody not gonna think you cute. Everybody not gonna think you pretty, blah, 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 blah. Right. That like, Outside of this household, once you leave 1324, th you know, whatever, that we love you. Right. Right. So with that being said, like, I was like, I think, but I'm not sure. But he was really cool. I was like, I can kind of date him. But I never knew. Like, but I was like, he never made a pass at me right. outside of, like, when we would go to eat. He would pay for my food. But that's also what my homeboys did. So that's right. what I would do we're friends right so we are texting one day about something and at that time i was he was like oh well what are you doing i said i'm about to go on a date because i told because you asked why that's literally right. what i was doing that he got so mad at me <laughs> <laughs> how was i supposed to know and, and so I told I told my sister. She knew. Like, she knew. Oh, she knew all the time, girl. didn't she? That was the, she was like, they say, so you did not know that you know, so so like she was like Y'all never know. Yeah. <laughs> like, he never said it. And then he also mentioned one time, like about talking to somebody. So I just took it like it was nothing, like conversation. But now, oh, I'm the bad guy. Now I'm a jerk. <laughs> Cause we be trying to be cool. Listen here, that, that's, that's the thing. We be cool. And it's like, look here, we don't listen here. And unless the moment happens, then like, look, we, we, cause we know that there's a, there's more men in your life that is, that is hounding you. That, that could, that could be true or false. Right. So there was yeah. one person that I was like, Hawkeye, like, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to pull this off because of the, realm this person was in yeah but i was like i don't know i'm gonna pull this shit off like this this is my dude mm -hmm. and and that's what it is i or, or and maybe you not even if he my dude just for the night one night only like dreamy girl said i got one <laughs> night only to have a good time yeah. i'm gonna have a good time and if that's that that's that i ended up knowing people in the same circle but I ended up meeting him like post game. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, cool. Let me be cute or whatever. You know, like that's what I'm going to do. And then by this time I had like met this person's sibling. So I was like, okay. But I still was a little nervous, like my little normal, like geeky self. And I was like, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't want to come on too strong or like press, like I'm like a groupie or whatever, but I'm giving groupie vibes. I don't give a fuck. Like we here, and, and my sister was like, "What the fuck was that? Like you didn't even say." I was like, "I don't know what to do." Like you know, this is weird for me. So the second opportunity presents itself. So I'm like hitting up one of my homegirls. I was like, 
I don't know what to say. Give me a line. <laughs> I need coaching. Put me in, coach. You gotta tell me what to say. Turn to a whole sitcom show episode. <laughs> so I'm gonna put the earpiece in my ear. Y'all just feed me lines. <laughs> Yo, I gave this person on social media didn't even get in my phone number. Like that's how slow I was. Is that is 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 uh, that and, and uh, I mean, but is that ain't that what people do now? Yeah, but, but at this time it wasn't like. I think that was still kind of new. Okay. But okay. Also, I was like, not giving in this person's my number wouldn't make me seem as pressed. Yeah. But I was pressed, and I knew I was pressed. Why do we? Why, why do we psych ourselves out? Why can't we be pressed? It's okay. I, That's what I said. I'm, I'm like, I don't get that. I know. I'm a gangster, I'm okay. Like I'm a thug. I feel like I don't depend- get pressed. <laughs> I feel like depending on what you want. Me. I feel like depending on what you want, right? Yeah, so like I yeah. got to like in my life, if I see something, I want it, I'm gonna go get it. You feel me? Like yeah. that's kind of how I feel it. You know what I'm saying? Now, again, there's still that human aspect of it. It's like, ah man, all right, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to cross the line, you know what I'm saying? Uh, especially especially in business, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's you come across yeah. people that you in business, it's like damn, but it is that it's just like yo, we psych ourselves out because you know, I mean. If you are again, and when I say it depends on what you want, like if you're looking for like a quick smash or something like that, then yeah, you know, you're like, you're like all right, I don't want to, I don't want to just go there. But like, if if this is somebody that you're like, yo, I think I want to date this person, go for what you want. I like okay, you know right? Okay, so with that said, the second time when I gave the social, I was like, I can't believe, like, because my friends that were with me, and they're like, you didn't give me your number. I was like, I don't know, like I didn't. <laughs> And I was like, this is just really weird. And then it's like, but the person ends up following me on Twitter, right? Right. And I wake up, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Why do you follow me on Instagram? Because he can see, I'll be out here. Like, I'll be, I'll be hitting like the angles, right? You do be hitting the angles. I'll be hitting the angles. And this is before DM. And yeah. the only place you could send DM was like Twitter at that time. So mm-hmm. the person just followed me and I just was like, oh my God, like, this is so annoying. Like, <laughs> I'm so corny and lame, and then Vine came out, and then the person followed me on Vine, and then ultimately he followed me on Twitter. Then he got engaged. Like it was just a whole thing, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like this is so wild. You playing? Because I've been seeing you out in the city in the off season, yeah. and you just you wave and you will stare. Like you know, like stop playing with me." Mm-hmm. Nobody was going. Nobody wanted to make the first move. See, that's the issue. There's a listen. There's a lot of unities that fail because nobody wants to make the first move. Oh, so, so ultimately, I end up at his house for a barbecue. Yeah. That day was very chaotic because, like, the my friend was like, "Okay, so I need to tell you something before we leave." And I was like, "What? What?" And she's like, "So I went out one night, and this person, this person." And I put my number in this phone. I said, why would you do that? <laughs> she crossed the line right there. <laughs> I, I would never do that. I said, remember the one situation? And then I made sure that happened for you? Like, why would you do that? So you right. know what I mean? So I was like, oh, my God. So we kind of like, we have a conversation about it. And then it comes up again at the house. Because when I go over there, of course, he like knows me. And so he's like, comes right. over, gives me a hug, say, what's up? I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, man, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Ultimately, years later, it will take you years been a slide into my dancing and it's mainly probably because of a tweet i'm confident that it was a tweet that i had or i added the person i didn't think he would see it 
Oh, you, you added him. See, see, when you go for what you want, you get what you want. <laughs> Listen. And the rest is here. So I was like, so what took you? So I was like, so you've known this for XYZ time. Mm-hmm. What took you so long? He said, it don't matter now. We're here. Don't talk to me like that. I need answers. <laughs> yeah, he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. Like, hey, 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 hey. We passed so, that. We passed that. We passed so that. <laughs> so did I manifest it? Possibly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did I possibly had this person on my vision board? Possibly. Was it for me? I don't like timing is a big deal. I think. I yeah. think if because if I said who was, it would make sense. Like I feel like the, it, a lot of it is timing. Mm-hmm. But don't let that nigga spin the block on me. I be trying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm gonna leave all this bullshit behind. <laughs> just saying just saying but it's hard but it's hard like because that's i don't think and like you i'm a confident person i'm super confident like i felt like michael b was flirting with me one time and i was like (laughs) i'm I'm soaking it all in i'm I'm, I'm gonna take what i can i felt like I know that nigga was flirting with me. I've been, I was, I, I've been notoriously blamed for being oblivious to flirting as well. So I, 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 I stopped judging when I when people are flirting because again, I'm a cool ass dude. So it's like somebody can be giving me rhythm, and I'm thinking like, oh, we just cool, we just cool. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't like make a mean joke, and this is terrible, like were you kind of teasing me? I've had. How am I supposed to know? And it's funny because, like, again, goes back to women. You guys are able to spot it like a mile away. Because I've had women friends be like, "You know, she was flirting with you." I'm like, "Wait, who? Her? Like, when? What? Yeah. Like, no, I, I thought we were just just chopping it up." Because I talk to everybody the same way, you know. Yeah. But again, unless I'm intentional. But again, like, I get in my head, and I can't get intentional unless I know for sure that the other person is interested in it. And, like, it's so funny because, like, even I've been in situations where I've been out with my guy, and, like, bitches have flirted with him. And I was just like, and I'm like, so you just going to flirt back? So you just going to, you know, like, like, right. or I know I'm like, are, are you going to get us a discount? Like, what's happening? <laughs> like, or, like, or he was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yo, like. She was, she was on you. Yeah. Like, it. And no, if you ask it, you would no, no, yeah. no. But it, it's so funny because like I feel like that's a task. Like I feel like I'm so aloof. Mm-hmm. And when it was somebody like you gotta tell me because I'm like I don't fucking know. Like I I don't I don't. All right, so here's it. We this here. It's gonna be it's it, I, we're we're locked in. Me and you, we're locked in. When we're out, we gotta look out for each other now. We gotta look okay. out for each other. You gonna have okay. to tell me if somebody flirting with me. I'm gonna have to tell you somebody flirting with you. We gonna have to look out for each other since we both are obviously oblivious to this. Okay, <laughs> because like sometimes like I'll be somewhere and I'm like, okay, if you tell me no about something, like okay, I, I'm like, okay, that's it. Yeah. If I'm out with you, like, and we're conversing and it's a group of people and yeah, we're having like a one-on-one conversation like amongst a group of people. That doesn't mean anything to me. So if you if you like you said, you gotta do something. <laughs> gotta do something. And, and like I tell people, I would say, "Hey, yeah, I'm dating somebody, but if you think you can compete, like I'm telling you right now, it's a, it's a game. So may the best man win <laughs> and, and put yourself in the game and try to win. You know what I mean? 
I'm oh, hey. And a lot of people fall by the wayside. Like that's all I'm saying. Like, but I appreciate you so much for coming on. Oh, this is a blast! I, I, I know. I'm. I'm. I'm so happy. Like we could talk forever. Like we, we did. I was. I was only trying to hold you for an hour. I was trying to go run to Target. I need some more Montreal sauce to make my steak, and I needed some spinach. Yeah. So I was like, Oh my god! It's been two hours, and I need to take my dog outside because she's gonna be mad at me. <laughs> so, tell the people where they can find you, how they can listen to your podcast, because I definitely gotta have you back on because I wanted to ask you, how the hell was. I was like, you was rapping. You was making music in these streets. And then, so I definitely, I want to definitely oh, have Anytime, back. anytime. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know. Okay. But uh, y'all can follow me, Young underscore Deuces, everywhere on all social media or Geek Set Podcast everywhere. Um, like I said, we're at Sway's Universe doing um, exclusive content there. But also, if you are a fan of Watch Mojo, you can hear my voice over there narrating some of their top 10 lists. Oh, my God. That's so dope. That's so dope. Yeah. Like it's so it's so much like I I literally was like I'm getting out my way because like I'm, I'm getting out my way I'm putting myself out there this year like yeah. so whatever like I can do I'm doing it yeah and I, um, and, I, and, I, and like I told you if there's anything that I could do to help you let me know I got your back thank you so much like, so we locked we in we locked in <laughs> like a giant tree yeah dream girls that's my that's my go to line that's, that's your go to all right. <laughs> So, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Don't forget, we have the candles. Don't forget to use code Aquarius at checkout uh, yeah. to get 30% off of your purchase of $60 or more. Um, we also have still my promo code at Slide Jewels, which is St. Angela's. At checkout, you get 30%. I think, actually, I think that might be 30 or 40% off of your first subscription box. You can, can cancel at any time. Um, don't forget, we also have the Aquarius podcast. You don't have to be an Aquarius to listen to it. It is just me and my homeboy talking out our asses from our perspective, as well as the review of Married at First Sight. So we got a lot going on in these streets. Uh, we're just trying to give y'all the best and dopest content. So be sure to subscribe, like, and share the podcast, as well as Geek Seat. Geek Set. Think like Dipset. Geek Set. Duh. <laughs> Okay, Loki, I'm tipsy, and I kept it together. Hey, you did you did a great job. You did a great job. Because here's the thing: it's like the other week, I was just so I was like, okay, I ain't ate all day, and then I started drinking, and I was like, why did I do this? And I was so drunk, which is okay. It's a good time, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> I'm going. I'm running around the tournament. I I gotta go to Target. Like you gotta go. To, you gotta go to Target. I gotta, I gotta get. Listen, and I'm, I haven't been trying to eat as many carbs. Or if I have a carb, it's like a treat. So like, mm-hmm. not like a potato or something like. So it's a treat. So like last night I had an ice cream sandwich. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, hey. Moderation, because I'm trying to. Moderation. I'm trying to all these holes at the beach this summer, and I'm chunky. <laughs> so wait, you chunky where? No, uh, okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> a whole weight. A whole weight in my gut, and I'm trying to lose the gut and get a butt. And weight holds in my booze and like right here. And so I'm trying to get rid of this buccal fat. <laughs> so I have to get surgery. I, I believe that's one of those things that you see, but the world don't see. Listen, I'm trying to, okay, so it will be different. Okay, so also I'm trying to, I'm about to go back blonde with my hair. And okay, ultimately I want to like cut like a certain length. 
I got to lose the fat off of my face because then I'm just going to look brown and I don't want my face. You know, I'm just telling you the truth, but y'all thank you. Thank you so much. And come back next week. We're going to have more dope, dope show for y'all. So actually by that time, it should be June. And I'm thinking about dedicating June to dads. I think I'm going to do each episode each week. It'll be, a dad and we'll talk about their journey into fatherhood the highs the lows the lessons that they've learned so yes definitely tune in for that and share that's gonna, this be, a solid, that's gonna be a solid solid um, solid episode so i'm gonna I'm tune in it, for it, it's crazy because the ones that i've had yo we've had such a crazy great time and i've learned so much and women all i gotta say is this if it's a man that wants to be in his son's life before we get out of here, though y'all are not together, allow him to be in that child's life. It's a lot yes. of y'all making it difficult for men that want to show up and that want to be there for their child. And sometimes love fizzles out. It is okay to be heartbroken and be upset, but build, cry a river, build a bridge, and get over it and move on. And I know that's easier said than done. But now it's no longer about you. It's about your kid and you are hurting your child. So, yes, that's what we're doing for the month of June. We're dedicating that to black fathers. I love so, it. Love it. Yeah. So, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in. And we'll see y'all here next week.